Bonjour. Bonjours. <laughs> it's Fossil. It's Bon. Can you feel our energy? There's, there needs to be like a um, sound effect here that goes, <laughs> I think what always gets me is, I don't know, when we always start, I just assume we're going to just start talking. And we always go, it's Fossil, in like this like cartoonish voice. And I'm like, oh, it's motherfucking Spawn. Like, I just, I don't know. It just does something inside of me where I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I think it's just the sound of my voice. No. It's just, it's Fossil. I'm like, uh. Big Daddy D used to say my voice was going to give him an aneurysm. Well. Oops. It did, so. That's Guess fantastic. he was right. So you know what I've been doing lately? to share with everybody. The truth is it's been decades since I've actually been able to really watch any television shows. And I love TV, but with three kids, you know, it's a hit or miss when you could watch anything really. So there's shows, lots of very popular shows that I never got to see. Mm -hmm. I pulled out Netflix and started watching Vampire Diaries. <laughs> yes, at my age, I'm like, what did I miss? I'm trying to figure out what I missed. And very honestly, not much. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. I'm probably going to piss off some people, but just allow me. Okay, guys, allow me this. I'm coming at this from a different age. Okay, I've already been through relationships and the failures and the successes. Ruthless. So watching... Well, and I will make more. I I will make more mistakes. I will learn my lessons. Not about being bitten by vampires or hybrids, but um, Mm -hmm. I understand that the tension on the shows has to be high and they're trying to bring you back. But there is just some things about the characters, like almost immediately, warning, unpopular opinion. I instantly wanted to kill Damon and Stefan both. First episode. No one knows what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the two main character males yeah. are brothers I wanted to immediately kill both of them and people took sides probably instantly now if I had been young teenager watching it I'm mm-hmm. sure I would have been in one of the sides too mm-hmm. but almost immediately and the young woman they fall in love with what ever what are you doing she played everyone so i'm watching this whole i'm on season five i think there's eight and i'm literally going why am i still watching this why are it's there eight painful well because the, it, the cast is gorgeous let's let's be real <laughs> let's the, be clear everybody on that show is absolutely beautiful every single person mm-hmm. even the older people mm-hmm. are beautiful the writers do a good job but the funny thing is guys Emily would be sitting next to me doing her thing with her earbuds in. Mm -hmm. So she wasn't listening, but when she would stop and look up at this television and then ask me what's going on. And when I had to say the sentence out loud, she would just go ridiculous and put her earbuds. Would I really? Yes. Oh, I'm such a bitch. No, that's actually Catherine and Elena's body. And she's the, and that's Amara who's actually also Elena's double gay. And you're just like ridiculous. Dude, because here's the thing. I'm not going to lie. If I watched the show from the beginning, maybe maybe I would be into it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm doing. I don't know either. I'm just watching because it was so popular. But for some reason, I didn't, I didn't want to watch this with you. I didn't want to start it. But 
because we're always like around each other, there are certain aspects I picked up. Like I, I understood their personalities, their characteristics, or like when there would be a shift, whatever. But I don't know, just something about it. I'm like, this is so clearly aimed at like it, people who have never had relationships. Had relationships, yes. I guess. Here's the thing. Looking at the bottom line of the show, I wanna I wanna tear the show apart because I wanna know how they made it work. They were obviously successful. You can't take that away from them. They made it work. When I look at the idea that the younger generation was watching it as something that they wished would happen in real life, mm-hmm. as opposed to what real life actually is. Absolutely. If any of my friends went after an ex, that is an instant you're out of my life. Right? Oh, damn, that's kind of aggressive. Or shall I rephrase that? We're talking about trust issues off the charts on this show. Mm-hmm. You cannot trust any of them except for one. And from what I understand, the one character that is, well, no, that's not absolutely true. There are two characters that are trustworthy mm-hmm. on the show, in my opinion. Men or women? One of each. Okay. And I understand that one is not popular. So the character Matt, who doesn't have superpowers, has been behind every one of his friends, who has always showed up, who has done his best, and I understand that the fandom doesn't like him. And I, I as as an adult watching the show, I'm like, he's the only one worth anything on as a human being in real life he would be the only person that i would even want to be friends with because the rest of them mm. okay so is that because <laughs> is that because the writers didn't do a good enough job they the writers screwed over a character named bonnie bonnie was tortured and used over and over now she was probably if you had taken Bonnie as a human being, mm. she is somebody you want in your corner, and she was amazing. Right. But they, they used her as a tool to torture everybody and everything, and herself, and they constantly... And it's hard to watch that, you know? I think they did her dirty, her character dirty. And I like it. I don't know how they end up. Wait, wait you didn't answer my up. question. What was the question? But because is... <laughs> does the reason the fandom doesn't like... Matt, is it because the writers didn't do enough a good enough job, um, like making him? Like, I am a one forefront per- of. I am the- one person. I have. I cannot answer. We'd have to actually poll the listeners and say if you hated Matt, you need to let us know why. But I'm wondering. I don't I'm wondering if it's just because he was so boring compared to all the other characters, or what? Because from what you're telling me, he sounds similar to like, I guess maybe styles and like teen wolf but like he was everyone's favorite so it's hard for me to believe it has to be because of the contrast between the other characters like is he just freaking boring compared to the rest yes probably because he had a job yeah he had a good sense sense of of um he cared about his friends he was always loyal um unless somebody you know what there there was an incident where somebody was inhabiting his body and then of what course the he was hell doing are you I'm talking you, I, you know what i'm just telling you i'm watching this show going this is kind of sad this is really kind of sad because these boys every single one of them i want to pick one up and hit the other with them yeah that's always the worst 
The one is so broody and just ridiculous. I can't even stand it. And then the other one is so volatile. Mm -hmm. He needs help and he knows he needs help and they all know they need help, but nobody's getting the help. And then they claim that, you know, they, I don't know. I just, yeah. When you need help, but you know, you'll eat your therapist hard eyes. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's like, do better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Stefan Damon, we're done with you. Do better. You're pretty. That's it. And then to have the one female character who's supposed to be the lead is macking on every single guy on the show. Mm-hmm. And I just cringe. And, and always batting her little eyelashes and, oh, but I'm just doing it to be... No, you're not, honey. You are manipulating every single one of these men. Let's be clear. That mm-hmm. is total manipulation on every single male on the show, her character. But yet it's under the guise that she is just so sweet and innocent. It's like, girl. <laughs> you're such an asshole. One time... Um, <laughs> What were we talking about? We were we were trying to decide like who would be what character or whatever. Mm. And again, I don't watch the show, so like I don't really know. I just know that like from the little bits I've seen that Elena, she's the main character, right? She's freaking annoying. In the first three seasons, when you happened to ask me that question, you were falling under <laughs> the Elena category. No, <laughs> that this, is but that so was be- that was before we witnessed her as the viewers going from guy to 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 guy. Okay, that so, was pre So what? I'm a little... I'm a little... No, you were Caroline, okay? Oh I loved Caroline's character. They gave her... So far, up to season five, they've given her the best arc. They've given her growth. She's made her mistakes. She's learned from them. She's still solid with her, her buds. She knows when to back off. She knows when to step forward. I love her character. In fact, she should have been the main character. Mm. Elena and we, and her golden vagina. I don't even understand. Golden vagina. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah never, I have I, never have I ever related to Elena's experience. <laughs> so. Wow. Just know. And you do every single guy on the show. But she's innocent and sweet. Really? You know what? Good for her. And the amount of drinking they have going on. Honey, it took me... I was in my 40s when I drank like that. (laughs) You know what I will say? From from an outside perspective, I will literally be... (laughs) I will literally be upstairs, um, like on a different floor of the house, or literally have my headphones on be listening to music at like 75 volume or like watching something completely different these motherfuckers in this show breathe so heavy (laughs) (laughs) who is miking these people to the point where i am upstairs like in the bathroom door closed like peeing and i hear just like (sighs) okay but that's probably (sighs) the truth is that's probably not a sex scene no, exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. No, but but like, when you're talking about people who are morphing their bones or breaking, you're going to get a little panty, okay? <laughs> just like... They have a good reason. If your bones are breaking to turn into a werewolf, you kind of have a good reason to breathe. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> Literally, and that's the thing. I'm like, there's no way they're having sex for 45 minutes. <laughs> But you can learn a lot from people 
by what they stand for with characters. Now, sometimes I find myself looking at a character and getting mad, maybe because it nicked an insecurity in me. Oh, facts, yeah. And I think that's what we all do when we look at these characters. So, I mean, I understand that it's fantasy, but how many people then go looking for a character or a boyfriend like Damon? Really? You want a guy who's going to slit your throat? Wait, I didn't mean that. <laughs> that noise was not 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 a like. Is there a kink in there? Anyway? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, it sounds like yikes. Maybe. Maybe no. Mm-mm. That's not what I meant. Oopsie! Did I just kill my girlfriend? Whatever. Honestly, oh, wouldn't be the worst back. thing that happens. Yeah, a lot of unhealthy relationships being written on that show, and it's it's irksome. It's just just like. It's just like the Twilight phenomenon. Completely agree in the way where another unpopular opinion, most likely. I feel like I might have talked about this before on here. So I hope I'm not repeating myself. I talk about this a little bit too much, to be fair. But a lot of my friends and I get into arguments about Edward and Jacob And again, it doesn't really matter if you know anything about them, but like Jacob is like her friend who's like really loyal and always there for her. And Edward's like the mysterious little like shit face. Creepy bad boy. Who's like a lot like the Stefan is in the show. Who's like hot. Yeah. on, On Vampire Diaries. They look so similar. Yeah. So anyways, my friends and probably most of the population our team Edward. And you know what? I understand that. We like Edward, whatever. I mean, like, he's an interesting character. Um, he's probably best for Bella's little bitch ass. Like, let's be honest. But personally, if we're going off of the characters in the movie, Jacob all the way. Now, a lot of people get mad at me when I say that and they're like, oh, you're, you like himbos and all that, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I I simply have to disagree. He is the most loyal person. Mm-hmm. And people are like, he's manipulative, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, have y'all seen the other characters? Oh, my gosh. Yes. We're going to talk about manipulation. Let me say it from my fossil perspective. Okay. It is my opinion. Okay. Psychologically, if you are on Team Edward, you are looking for someone to take care of you. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay. You want someone to save you. Okay. You think that someone has to be rich. You're looking for the rich guy. You're looking for the guy who... Um, the ch- fantasy. Yeah, the fantasy. Yeah. And if you're team Jacob, then you're looking for something more down to earth. You don't need to prove yourself. You don't need to fight all the time. Jacob... I don't know who would say Jacob is manipulative because I'd like to hear why they think that. I would love to understand their perspective because he's been nothing but supportive as that I understand. Now, I, I that's my life experience. You might have a life experience that you, you see something I don't. I mean, I think it's also a thing where like clearly she did not want to be with him and he just like kept on pushing yeah and again true. like that's was, like ugly like we don't like that he was obnoxious yeah but i wouldn't call him manipulative because i thought he was very surface he was very open pushing yes <laughs> manipulative no but if you ask 
other people which side or which camp they take or which side they take. I think it's fascinating because it's the why they would choose that's really the the interesting part. Not that it's Team Stefan, Team Damon, or Team Jacob or Team Edward. It's why are you? Okay, so one of my friends said that Jacob is a super representation of toxic, like the toxic macho man, especially like werewolf culture and how like anger is the trigger. And um, if like a woman makes them angry, then they like deserve to have that happen to him, to them, the woman. Sorry, I just butchered that so bad. But basically like Jacob and werewolf culture in general represents like toxic masculinity. I could accept that as true. Yeah. However, that is life. And the real thing was learning how to control it. All of them were learning how to control it. Who who of us isn't learning how to control our temper or but, our sadness I mean, or our stress levels? In, in one way, thing. I do understand the thing where it's like, oh, you made me angry, therefore you deserve it. Like, no. Who said that? Who said anybody oh, deserved who it? Who said that? Who said anybody deserved it? <laughs> Wait, who said that? I would like to see that person immediately in my office. <laughs> or like the other thing is Principal like... Principal McMahon would like to speak people, with you. People... Um, think like he's a pedophile which this one does bother me because like yeah that's weird the the whole like renesme okay but that is assuming that everything's sexual and that's on you because it does turn sexual does it not no i will when they're older when they're older and it's appropriate it's still weird though there is what they've done what she wrote okay let's go back to the intent Mm -hmm. of the relationship Mm -hmm. i can understand why that would trigger someone just someone's discomfort yeah with the idea of a baby but i love my children i loved my children even my sons that is not weird Mm -hmm. okay there was never once a sexual thought that was the same thing she wrote was not he was not physically attracted to that baby Mm -hmm. he was attached emotionally completely overwhelmed by a connection with that individual being that grew okay so you if you are and i'm gonna say this again it's probably gonna get me in trouble you are of an immature mind to think it has only to do with sex well that is why that's not true because when they grow up they do be together yes so that's literally quite literally an incorrect statement no it's not because it does turn sexual when they're older you are not the same person as you are okay but that would be like saying you raised your child like you raised your son and then when he was older it turned sexual and like that's not weird yes it is that's literally weird but that's my son this wasn't his daughter okay i'm just saying it's still weird if you raise someone and then i don't know i've never been through that feelings towards them through that that's not correct and in that way i'm like yeah i completely agree but in this little fantasy world that she's created i'm like come on if we're looking at it not from that standpoint because this is all quite literally made up but again then you're stuck in the idea that you can only see them as that little kid that you raised not that you can only see them as that little kid that you raised i just think it's a weird like power dynamic it is a weird power dynamic but that was pushing the boundaries of um a relationship that was based on something that wasn't sexual because you got to remember, the author was not someone who was. She didn't write sex. That was yeah, not. She was, did not write those kinds of themes. Mm-hmm. But that really triggered a lot of people. I'm just saying that would probably be the only thing where I'm like. It bothered me more 
that a hundred and some year old man was going out with a teenager. But that's the thing. Again, it's like a tit for tat where it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna overlook the fact that he's quite literally over a hundred dating yeah. a seventeen year old because again. The whole thing's problem. Stephanie Meyer just has a weird thing for power <laughs> dynamics, okay? Okay. This girl just has... We need to unpack that some other yes. time. But, yes. you know, you have... Again, it's... She has a, a weird, I guess, habit of writing older men mm-hmm. that have this, like, the caregiver mm-hmm. aspect. You and understand the mentality? They, this is what I'm saying about when you look at someone... <laughs> this just in. To, Stephanie Meyer has... <laughs> There is psychology all over everything that we read when we say, I really like this character. Why? Why do you like this character? Are they strong like you want to be? Are they weak like you have been? Um, Did they make the same mistakes you've made? And when it comes to men, who you're drawn to? I mean, if you're looking for a Damon, you must be bored out of your ass, have never had anything happen to you, that you want a, a guy in your life that causes chaos. Why would you, that you can't trust? Why do you want that? Does it make you feel alive? Then you're bored. If you've had those problems in your life, then you're probably looking for a character that's going to be more fatherly or take care of you or, you know, feel safe. This just in, Stephanie Myers has daddy issues. We just uncovered it right here today. Mayhaps. Stephanie Meyer has daddy issues. Listen, guys, we all have issues. We all have issues. I'm just bringing up the fact that at every stage of life, we're going to react differently to what we're viewing or what we enjoy. Um, you know, we can't go back to Teletubbies and sit there and go, Wee! I mean, we can. Yeah. We're we not can. going to. So I guess for me, I, I went back and I'm watching Vampire Diaries. I'm like, children, what are they doing? Yeah. Who's in charge here? It's the blind leading the blind. It's two two hurt people following two hurt people who are now with their four hurt friends. No one has a parent that's involved in this. Yeah. <laughs> or they're absentee parents or they're awful. It's okay. All right. I just I always thought it was so funny when my my friends would like argue with me on this because they were like if you like Jacob, first of all, this, uh, okay, I'm really coming for their necks right now. So if they listen to this, but it, um, you have a right to love whoever you wish to love. No, you guys know who you are. We've had this talk. We love each other, even though we highly disagree. But it's just one of those things where um, two of my best friends are very Team Edward, and then I am more Team. Honestly, I'm Team No One. I hate all of them. But. <laughs> I'm literally team no one. I think she sucks. I think they suck. They all just suck. They're team all just Voltaire, can't cancel them all. No, literally. I think they all suck. Like, all of them. Yeah. Honestly, I'm team Carlisle, I guess. Oh, yeah. He was pretty. Like, I guess. He was pretty. They were always team Edward. I guess we'll just put myself on team Jacob because I most of my points stand with him. Their main arguments were that, like, he's, like, the macho man, and, like, that's, like, toxic, and then he was a pedophile, which is funny, because Edward's the same fucking shit, different font. He's the same shit, okay? He's over 117-year-old. That is, that is not literally the definition of a pedophile. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and then the fact that, that just, like, also, he's like, no, I have to go. And then he just, like, leaves her. Like, okay, thanks for the abandonment issues, Don't asshole. Don't come back. Don't come back. Don't you know what I back. mean? Yep. 
Just, I'd rather have the loyal friend who's always like, what are we doing? Where are we going? What are we, do- what are we doing it, today? It really does say a lot about us, what we are drawn to and what we, and, and you know what? Instead of fighting each other and saying you're wrong, none of us are wrong. It's just where we are in life right now. That's all I'm saying, guys. <laughs> I literally started talking to some other people about their, their uh, love of the show. Mm. And I'm, you know, I, I listen it's like, where are you coming from? Where mm-hmm. are you right now? And why is that true? And I'm sure there's somebody out there going, she's a horrible writer. And I'm going to say easy. To, to who? Easy. Stephanie Meyer. Oh. Let's be, but here's the let's thing. Easy here's the other her. thing. In the book, if let's say by Bella, she's not a thing. I Emily is now mm-hmm. Bella. Mm-hmm. I said Bella Thorne. Right. It would be an entire Bella Swan, not Bella, <laughs> Bella Thorne. Shake it up. <laughs> no. Beautiful redhead. Um, Bella Swan. Mm-hmm. Now it's Emily, the Mick of Man. Okay. That would be an entirely <laughs> different book. That would be probably more like Vampire Diaries. <laughs> you are such an ass. Twilight. Woo! Let's Why? just think on that one. Why? Because first of all, you've been like. Edward, you stupid motherfucker. Jacob, get your ass over here and fix my fucking motorcycle. Stop. Hey, boys, get along. No, 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 no. That's true. But you'd, you'd have had that shit straightened out in five minutes, sweetheart. In this, if I if I were in Twilight, yeah. I personally would have chosen Jacob. Okay? However, in real life, Robert Pattinson. Okay? <laughs> like, character-wise, Jacob... Real life, um, our pats, our pats, and uh, Taylor Lautner, mm-hmm. clearly our pats. Questions, in real comments, life? concerns, yes. In real life, in real life. Well, let's think about that. Okay, they're both very different personalities. That's what I'm saying. Our pats is funny. He's weird. He's quirky. Yeah, and he's a Taurus. Oh, we do love our Taurians. What is Taylor? Um, Gemini. Gemini. Oh, Gemini. Okay. Well, he's high energy. I, you know. Mm. We know. Gemini, I do not like I male Geminis. Do well with a high energy. Female Gemini's fine. Male Gemini's, you scare me. <laughs> um, I don't know, and he's just not. He doesn't seem to be as quirky and funny. Male Gemini's are really charming. It's just the flip the switch, and you don't want to deal with that side with with me being a cancer that's probably like or not a great pairing in any way shape or form i don't know that i could handle either one they're both pretty intense well i didn't say i could handle either of them i'm saying who would i choose let's talk about life (laughs) they're both very intense yeah well i think taylor's actually getting married I think he's Good engaged. For him. Uh, last time, last stock I did, like a while ago, I think he was engaged to like. Oh, nice! Like you're a regular girl who like wasn't in acting or anything, who wasn't famous, and then our Pat's has a girlfriend. I think he. Oh God, I'm gonna say it. He always seems to have a girlfriend. Yeah. He doesn't. I kind of wonder if he can even be alone. Yeah, that's a good point. I kind of got that feeling about him that he kind of He's like, don't leave someone. me. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little clingy, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That's... What happened with him and FK Twigs? Is that how you say her name? I have no idea. None. Sorry if that's not how you say her name. I have I li- no idea. Well, she wrote that, that song. It's like kind of a meme song. No way. Where it's like really sad. And she's oh. like, ah, 
Ben's like really, I'm like, ooh, damn. Chill. I hope they all find happy. They all need to find happy. All of them. She wrote a song about how he never like defended her in the media. Why should he have to? Well, okay. No, no. <laughs> Here we go. But Here we go. Honey, you need to be able to defend yourself. I think they were like engaged and she was getting like a lot. Like she was really like hated on. And I don't think he ever stood up for her, which I understand. It's not, it's not the fact that he has to like defend her. It's not about that. But the fact that he didn't really help her through that when like most of the hate was because I'm going to go out on a limb and say then it happened. He wasn't supporting her in real life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably. If that is the case, then then their conversations had more to do with that than because, you know, people can be awful on social media. People say things they just shouldn't. It's none of their business. Yeah. It's none of our business talking about this, but they are human beings. (laughs) As we sit here and talk about it for 45 minutes. For 45 minutes. I hope they all find happiness. I really do. Do you ever think about like... Sometimes when, when people are dating famous people, how would you handle that? Because you get a lot of hate for doing that. You can't care. Right? Well, you obviously you care. can't care, but, but it's easier said than done. Like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I wouldn't care about the hate. But if everyone's telling you that you should die and that you're ugly. Why are you reading it? <laughs> because, I mean, yes and no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have trouble keeping up. And this is old lady speaking, I understand. Yeah. Emails. And then, you know, a private message here and there can throw my entire day off because now I have something else to do. If you're talking about hundreds of thousands of people commenting, why are you... Who's sitting there reading this? But if the majority of them are negative, like, you're going to see Again, don't read it. (laughs) See, yes and no, though, Mom. Like, if you have friends who are commenting on your photos, like, oh, love it, great. And then you're like, thanks, girl. And Why then, are you commenting on it? You have 100,000 comments and you're going to comment on 100,000? Not 100,000. Oh my God, you're not. <laughs> this is, My mom clearly does not understand social media. I, yes, no, like, I don't. Obviously, no, I don't. don't read them, but you can't avoid them. You can only not avoid them if somebody's saying meeting eye to eye and going, hey, that 100,000. But if you get a notification on your phone, right? Mm-hmm. And you like swipe up and, and, and you just... Oh, oh, you assumed I swiped up. No, no, no. I'm saying like you swipe up and now it's unlocked and now yeah. you can read your notifications. If, if one of them's like Instagram and then you see just like, I hope you die, eat shit. You can't really... Like it's on your home screen. Okay. I probably would just like be like laughing at that. See, you say that. I don't think so though. Okay, because that not. that has to like... Maybe I'm just sensitive. I don't know. But well, I think, like, of course, like, oh, who cares? But that would affect you after a while. You just, it's just. Someone like- tells me they don't like my shoes and it ruins my entire day. So to think, like, you have all those people saying, like, I hate you. There is a lesson here, though. Hate me if you will. I used to watch the news and it made me insanely angry. Yeah. What did I do for four years? Stop watching the news. Yes. That's fantastic. However, then you're literally saying that that person can no longer go on social media. Well, you limit yourself and find another way around it. You, you, you just, you're more careful about what you allow in your brain. You're more careful about what I understand you're what you're saying. You are in the end responsible for yourself. I, I understand what you're saying and I agree with you. However, I think it's really, I guess, unfair to expect someone to quite literally get off of the internet because people cannot behave themselves. 
you are still responsible for your reaction. Absolutely. And Absolutely. If, it, if it's making you upset, then you have to bow out. This is why, as you notice, a lot of the reaction to this is people delete their accounts yes. for a while. That is responsible action. They're saying, you know what? I'm dipping out. But that for a while, then they usually come back. That is a responsible again. action. However, and again, I go back and forth on this because it's like if you if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. But well, that's not a failure. That is a taking control of the situation. But here's the thing. If there's a kid being bullied at school, like really bullied, and they are now depressed and thinking bad thoughts, what do we do? Bullying is... is, is are we not... talking about pushing in physical or are we just talking social media? No, I, this is this is a scenario. Yes, this, giving... in the scenario, are they being physically bullied or being just uh, on social media bullied? The person? That, yeah. That's like, if we're saying hypothetically... To me, they're two different things. Well... Yes and no, because on social media, obviously, it's all like, I hope you die. But then in real life, you might get spat on, you might get harassed, you might get followed, you might get... Yeah, but like, it's both. It comes with both. Maybe not physical, but like, kind of. You're still being followed, you're still being watched, you're still being photographed, you're still being harassed. You're being harassed in real life. But when that happens in schools, we take it seriously. You have to. But when that happens... On social media and with celebrities, we don't. And I think that's kind of fucked up. I agree with you. And, and it's one of those things where it's like, well, you, you're the one who asked to be famous. Or like, even if they didn't ask to be famous, it's like, well, you have this amazing life. It's like, well, do they? Do they? There is an unfair assumption that because someone's name is known that you, me, us, as the, um, what would you call us? not the fan base or, you know, society has any right to their life. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you're famous? Well, you have to do this. You have to sign this for me. I'm here. You have to. They don't. Yeah. They're not there for you. They're there. They're there. (laughs) We are making them famous. That is absolutely true. They would not be famous without us, but they don't owe us anything but the contract they signed to do the show, the movie, or the album. And then they can dip. That's it. Yeah. That's all they owe us. They don't owe us autographs. They don't owe us photographs. They don't Mm -hmm. owe us any of that. And that's hard for a lot of people to cross because a lot of people get attached to the idea of someone. Yeah. I don't know. It just kind of makes me sad because on one hand, it's like, Yes, they make a lot of money and, and you expect, I guess, you're like, okay, well, you, you got your profit. Like, you still have to give us, like, the content or whatever. Like, Dance Monkey, you know? Yes. But but that that that's different. If you, if you owe somebody a contract, a contractual thing, then yes, you, you still owe that. No, but that. I'm saying as the fans, if we're looking at the fans as, like, potential currency... For them, it's like, okay, we give you all these followers, you make all this money from Instagram, you make all this money. You know I struggle with that whole concept. Uh, I struggle with the idea that value is a number of people looking at you. That's just, I I really struggle with that. I think that is, just because you don't have 3 million followers doesn't mean you're bad and just because you have three million followers doesn't make you good absolutely but the person with three million followers is obviously worth more well it's quantity over quality (laughs) 
Well, not necessarily, because if that person is putting out quality and that's why they have 3 million followers and I don't post on Instagram and therefore I only have like a thousand, I mean, that makes sense. But what we know about marketing is that people will think something is good because we tell them it is. Right. That's facts. That's just facts. See, but a lot of times when I hate people who aren't humble, like people who are cocky. But yet the world eats it up. Yes and no, though. Because if you're a guy and you're telling me that you're hot, I instantly dislike you. But I instantly hate you. How many women love that? That's insecure women love that. But is that looking for that insecure thing? It goes back to that. You are looking for somebody to be what you're not. So if you're weak, feel weak. No, I'm not saying you're weak. I'm saying if you feel weak, if you feel um, insecure, you are going to look for someone who fills the gap the strong that, and that represents strong in your mind to go for yeah. the asshole why do we like assholes girls who say that are because they're not working on their self-esteem they're looking for someone to be their self-esteem it Wait, doesn't work but that i don't way. know if i agree with that because i mean we know like i hate the way i look but so if anything <laughs> and look at your boyfriend <laughs> what that he's hot he's, he's the barney to your fred I'm going to need you to explain that. You have a young man in your life yeah. who is completely supportive. Yeah. Who his, his ego doesn't necessarily rely on your successes or failures. Right. And that is a beautiful thing. You would never go after someone who goes, Emily, you need to do this. You'd never put up with it. Mm-hmm. Wait, but I don't really know how that it's answered opposite. my point. It's opposite. Because attract. I'm saying... Cause, in your mind, you said that you're that weak people. You, you look for the thing that you need filled. You need someone to calm you. So you found someone to calm you. Right. You tend to be ah! in your head. Right. And he calms you. Right. Yeah. Maybe I'm looking at this narrowly. It's, it's the opposite. It's kind of the opposite. No, I agree with what you're saying, yeah. but I'm saying to my point, I hate people who... Because there's a difference between confidence and cockiness. And I think a lot of people, unfortunately, cross that line. Where if you're telling me that you're hot, I I don't necessarily think that's, like, an attractive quality. You know what I mean? When people people do it, when they overdo it. Mm -hmm. Overcompensating. When they overcompensate. And it's like, yes, you have to, when you tell yourself something. I go in between with this. Because it's like, you tell yourself something enough and then you believe it. If you're like, I'm smart, I'm smart, I'm smart, then you think you're smart if you're like i'm hot i'm hot i'm hot then you think you're hot great awesome maybe don't do it on social media though right is that like (laughs) fair to say like when girls are like i'm hot i'm hot i'm hot i'm hot i'm hot i'm like okay we get it fucking Catherine. like you know what i mean like you have to say it out loud you're probably not yeah just it's too much sometimes and like yes megan the stallion like she does that okay but she's a rapper a little bit different like that's kind of like the culture where you know you you gloat and you puff out and like that that's a form of rap that's kind of like part of but that. very unattractive when it happens in real life <laughs> when you take a photo of yourself and post and you're like wow i'm hot anytime i see a young woman squeezing her breasts together in a bikini shot in her bedroom I cringe yeah. because what that not because you're not beautiful, ladies. You're gorgeous. Yeah. You are hot, but you know what? 
When you do that, all you're saying is, I want you to look at me as a piece of meat and be hungry. What's the male equivalent to that, though? Equivalent on social media, like when they flex their cars. Money. Yeah, yeah. it has oh to be God. money. Here's my watch. Here's my car. Get oh out of here. Oh, my God. No one cares. We all go through that phase, though, I think. Everyone goes through that phase. And then they get a girl, and then you wonder why you're going to get a girlfriend who only wants you for your money. Boy, stop doing that. Yeah. Stop it. And then girls where a guy only wants you for your body. Right. I mean, yeah. it, it's, okay, it's, it's okay to want to be sexy. It's okay to want to have money. But to have to put that out there, you're literally advertising that you only want someone who's going to react to that. So stop it. The plain and simple. Yeah. Stop it. Again, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's a bad to post bikini photos. No. I don't think it's bad to post a hot selfie every once in a while. But I think when it becomes the only, only thing, thing you're you doing. do... Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Question your motives and your intent. What is your intent? I wish people thought three times. Ask yourself, why, why am, am I posting, posting this? this? What is my intent? What do I think yeah. I'm going to get back from this? Oh, gee, I put my titties out there. Hmm. I'm going to get an intellectual who really wants to date me and give me his you know, life. No, no, you're not going to get that. You're going to get, hey, girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, you want a hey, girl? Put your titties out there. <laughs> yeah guys you want a girl who only wants you to take her out to expensive dinner and doesn't talk to you again show Flex your lambo yeah. yeah yeah good luck with that <laughs> or be like me and don't post at all that's where i am but you would argue that it's because i just don't know how to use it which is also true that is true <laughs> i just i find myself not posting on instagram because of the exact thing i guess i'm saying i do to other people <laughs> What? Where it's that? like you judge them. Well, I think because of the way it is created that you have to have so many posts. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Every day. So even when I take these little blurby classes and the bullet point classes and they say you really should post at least once a day as an author and put something up there so people know who you are. People force themselves to put up posts that I just find ridiculous. If I see one more coffee mug in front of a computer, I'm going to vomit. If I see one more post of somebody's dog, I mean, I want to see your dog. That's great. But if it's every single post, or it's the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over. I, I, I just, you're just posting to post. There is no value to this at all. Yeah. None. I think if my friends posted every single day, I'd unfollow them. But I'm watching it happen. That's because that's what we're told. Those of us in this older generation that have to use this stuff are told you need to do that. And I'm watching people I respect and admire as authors posting pictures that are just like, are you really... No. Again? Okay. Because I'll tell you something, and I know I don't even go on Facebook, but when I do, everybody that I'm attached to goes, oh my God, where's she been? (laughs) When you don't post every second and people see you, they, they take it seriously. I think there's a lot to be said for that. And I know that's not how it works with Social media needs the numbers. It clicks off how many times you're liked and all that stuff. But in real life with human being brains, when someone doesn't see your name for a while and it pops up, they're going to check you out because they're like, they only speak when they have something to say. My other thing is, is I think we've gotten to a point where there's just too much content. Yeah. 
And in a way, it's great because there's something for everyone. Right. But then in another way, it's so overwhelming where I feel like if I'm not on Instagram and TikTok and all of my social media at least like two and a half hours a day, I'm like, I'm going to miss something. But the thing is, it's like you're really not going to miss anything. That's the disease. But it literally is. Like (laughs) I I think I personally have gotten to a point where like it's unhealthy. It is. It's just an addiction. You're like, there's this documentary. Like, everyone's heard of the documentary, Mom. We know. Have they? (laughs) On Netflix. I mean, it was really popular, so. But, I mean, it didn't change anything. It didn't change anything. Because people are looking for someone else to take the responsibility for themselves. Put your goddamn phone down. Now, I'm going to shut me off. Shut me off, guys. Put your goddamn phone down. You need one-on-one interaction with human beings. Yeah. The phone is a tool. It is important in our lives. We all need it. We all use it. But know your limits and put it down. But we're kind of hypocritical because it's like there's so much content. And I just don't think like not everyone needs to be making content. But here we are doing it. Where you're wrong is you have to start somewhere. Everyone has to start Absolutely. somewhere. You don't go to stardom by writing one book. You don't, you Absolutely. have to keep writing, keep learning. Absolutely. It's the same thing with everything. But then not everyone needs to be a star and not no. everyone should be a star. No, and that's not my goal here. My goal here is to, to hopefully have other people listen and go, yeah, 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 that's, that's true and that's fun and they keep coming back. Or they don't and you yeah. stop. Yeah. But that's life, guys. That's life. You know? I just we've gotten to this point where it's like everyone needs to be popular and everyone needs to be famous and everyone needs to have importance. That's not true because then that means fucking nothing. Celebrate mediocrity. Yes, but like actually though, and, and that like that sounds stupid because I'm the type of person who maybe doesn't want to be mediocre. But like some of us have to be. If you think you're mediocre, to me, that's a that's something to strive for. I've had enough chaos in my life where being mediocre is like the equivalent of saying your life is boring. I will take a boring day over a chaotic day anytime. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it just feels better. I, I don't need excitement anymore. I agree with you, but I've had so many boring days, I'm starting to be sad. Because you're young and you haven't lived all of the things that you want to do yet. Yeah. But you will. I'm just at a point where I feel very unfulfilled and I think life. I think... of the people on the planet right now are feeling unfulfilled because they've been forced into situations where they can't move around. I'm just, I'm kind of over it. I'm at the point where people were a year ago with quarantine. (laughs) I'm at a different point in my life where I could live like this forever, not because I am happy with who I am and what I've accomplished. Yeah. So everything else for me now is fun. It's fun time, which is unfair to you because you're just gearing up to go. So you're looking at it from a different perspective. You're you're looking at the mountain and I'm at the top of the mountain going, I love where I am. I am fine right here right now. Mm-hmm. And you're going, I need to get up there. Where is, where is there is, is different for everybody. I feel like I started climbing the mountain, but like I was still at the bottom. You know, I wasn't even halfway up the mountain. And then I, I was like three-fourths up the halfway point. Wait, does that make sense? Like, Yes. The truth is your goals change. Yeah. Every 10 years, pretty much, your goals are going to change. So right now, what you think is important, mm-hmm. you're going to accomplish it. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to create a whole new mountain. Relevant. Yeah. But that should never change because that's where we start to die is when we stop having goals. Right. Feeling unfulfilled is just another way of your mind saying you are not getting 
to do what you want to do. Yeah. And COVID has screwed everybody up. Yeah. Except those introverts like me who who like to do things by themselves. <laughs> but even so, <laughs> like, like... I'm very fulfilled and happy right now. Is that... That's an un- unfair thing to say. And people no, it's not unfair. It. If anything, it's refreshing because, like, I'm... I feel like most people aren't. But I enjoy writing, which requires quiet. Mm-hmm. I enjoy creating things and when I have to edit videos or whatever... I need quiet. Yeah. And what is what is COVID <laughs> So mom is sitting me? here and she's saying, shut the fuck up, please. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. I'm still a human being that needs human interaction. Yeah. But I like controlled human interaction. Mm-hmm. I go out into a crowd and I just want to, I 15 minutes, I'm like ready to go. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I need to go home. Yeah. But there's other people who thrive on it. Who go out and they love it and they want to jump and pump and they, you know, they want that. Jump concerts. People who like going to concerts are like that. They, they feed well, off I of the I like energy. going to concerts. I don't like going to all concerts. Oof. I've never felt good coming back from a concert. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's sad. It's like, um, I guess the pressure. It, it, I, I don't want to go there. It's There's just an up. The energy coming from every level overwhelms me, and I can't even almost focus on what's going on. And depends just... on my mood that day whether I like the concert. No, I've been to concerts and I like the music, yeah. but it's just being so hyper aware of everybody around me. If there's people behind me, I'm uncomfortable. If there's people to the side of me, I'm uncomfortable. You know, the bright lights, everything flashing, the noise. Yeah, you Ooh, feel overstimulated. It, yeah. Maybe there's something that has been unlabeled and diagnosed with me, but... Or you just don't like loud, intense things. Probably. <laughs> it could just be that. I'm loud and intense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We all enjoy something different. It doesn't make it wrong for someone out there listening to love concerts and love the bad boys. Guys, I'm not telling you what you should enjoy. I'm just saying, ask yourself why you do. Yeah. What are you looking to get out of it? And if you're happy with it, great. If you're that girl or guy that wants a one night stand, know that that's all you're looking for. Whoa, where did this come out? Well, I'm, I'm right back to the idea of somebody, you know, putting certain pictures up on social media and then wondering why they're oh. not getting the right reaction that they were looking for. Oh, yeah, that shit pisses me off. I'm like, use your fucking critical thinking skills. Why this is not happening for you. Oh, God. Not I'm mean it's... today, guys. I'm sorry. All right, you guys. I think we've tortured you enough with this topic. Yeah, this is a long one. This kind of spiraled. Uh, sorry. I had to get that off my chest. I feel like I had decades and decades of television show. I might actually tackle Buffy the Vampire Slayer next. Is that a good one? I love how you said that in like three separate sentences. <laughs> I might tackle Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Next. You know I have brain damage. Uh, we both do, and that's you why we should know not have I have a podcast together. Well, <laughs> together know. we make like three fourths of a brain. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like eighty-two percent. Maybe, on a good day. You know, it'll all come to an end if it's supposed to. Oh, that was dark. <laughs> <laughs> like the spots on my brain from the concussions I've had. Hey-o. Hey-o. All right, guys, take care.